Hey, thrifty people. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you're at. I'm excited to give you another episode of Keep Thrifty Audio. Today's article is called Destroy Your Debt with a Snowball or an Avalanche. If you've got a mountain of debt, there are two awesome ways to squish it, the debt snowball and the debt avalanche. As we go through, we'll talk about how to choose which one is right for you and what to do if you can only pay your minimums. If you're already well-versed in these topics, don't despair. There's still something good for you here. You can listen to hear some encouragement and some explanation of why Debt Avalanche isn't actually that much better than Debt Snowball. In addition, there's a spreadsheet over at keepthrifty.com slash debtsnowball, all one word, that you can check out uh, that lets you play around with different scenarios for Debt Avalanche and Debt Snowball and see which one beats the other and by how much. So let's talk about Debt Snowball and Debt Avalanche. It's easiest to describe them with an example. Let's say our good buddy Jim has racked up a bit of debt and he's looking to get debt free. Let's say that he's got an auto loan for $5,500 at 4%. He's got credit card debt to the tune of $6,000 at 12%. And he's got a personal loan at $4,500 at 6%. Uh, For each of these, he's got a minimum payment. The auto loan is $200, the credit card is $125, and the personal loan is $150. If Jim just makes the minimum payments going forward, he's going to get done with all of his debt in about five and a half years, and it's going to cost him about $2,900 in interest. Jim's not happy with that, and he wants to accelerate his debt payoff. So he makes some tough trade-offs in his budget, and he's able to find an extra $200 a month to apply to paying his loans. But Jim has no idea where to put his money. Should he pick one debt and apply it there, or distribute it evenly across all three? This is where Debt Snowball and Debt Avalanche come in. Let's cover Debt Snowball first. To use the Debt Snowball method, Jim organizes his debts from the smallest balance to the biggest and plans to pay them off in that order. He'll make the minimum payments on all of his loans every month, but he'll focus any additional funds on the smallest balance first. In order, he'll be paying off his personal loan with a balance of $4,500, then his auto loan with a balance of $5,500, and finally his credit card debt with a balance of $6,000. Focusing on his personal loan first, Jim is able to pay $350 a month. That's the $150 minimum plus his extra $200. He keeps his resolve, and after 14 months, he gets an awesome reward. He crosses his first loan off the list. Now the snowball is growing. With the personal loan gone, Jim has an extra $350 a month he can apply to his auto loan. This bumps his monthly payment from $200 to $550. Despite the size of the loan, he's able to knock that one out in just five months. Now Jim's just got his credit card debt left, but he's got an extra $550 a month he can apply there. He's now making monthly $675 payments instead of just $125, and he's crushing it. In just eight more months, he kills off the last of his debt and has a beer to celebrate. Using Debt Snowball, Jim was able to pay off all of his debt in two years and three months, and he spent $1,600 in interest payments. By maintaining his discipline, he saved three and a quarter years of debt slavery and $1,300 in interest. So, while Debt Snowball is really good at getting rid of debt, it's not the optimal method. The optimal method is one that minimizes the total interest paid. We call this one Debt Avalanche. To use the Debt Avalanche method, Jim organizes his debts from the highest interest loan to the smallest interest loan and plans to pay them off in that order. He'll make minimum payments on each, just like in Debt Snowball, but will focus any additional funds on the highest interest loan first. In order, he'll be paying off his credit card debt at 12%, then his personal loan at 6%, 
and finally his auto loan at 4%. Focusing on his credit card debt first, Jim is able to pay $325 a month towards his balance. That's the $125 minimum plus his extra $200. He keeps at it, and after 21 months, he's cleared his first loan. At that point, he takes the $325 a month he had been applying to his credit cards and puts that towards his next highest interest loan, his personal loan. By bumping his monthly payment from $150 to $475, he's gaining momentum. Despite the size of the loan, he's able to knock it out just four months later. There's just the auto loan left at this point, but now Jim's a pro at this. He takes the $475 a month he had been putting toward his personal loan and applies it to his car. He's now making payments of $675 a month instead of just $200, and he quickly finishes his last debt off in just one additional month. Using debt avalanche, Jim was able to pay off his whole debt in two years and two months and spent $1,300 in interest payments. Jim saved three and a third years of debt slavery and $1,600 in interest. So, debt avalanche is clearly better. One month of extra freedom and $300 saved. But that doesn't mean everyone should use the debt avalanche method. Here's why. Sometimes we're all a bit too perfectionistic. We reject a really good solution because it's not the quote-unquote perfect solution. What's perfect in a spreadsheet might not be perfect in our daily life. See, we're not actually robots, even though some of us dance like them. We're flawed beings that make mistakes and deviate from our best laid plans even though we know that ruin lies ahead. Jim got into debt and is looking to turn things around. The most important factor for his success is his commitment to stick to whatever plan he chooses. If Jim starts following debt avalanche but gets discouraged after 15 months and gives up, then it's the wrong plan for him. At that point, Jim is still another six months away from paying off his first account, and the finish line might seem too far away. Debt snowball, on the other hand, had Jim pay off his first debt after 14 months. That earlier win might just be the virtual pat on the back that Jim needs to keep his resolve. Most powerful lever to paying off debt is that you don't let up. With both methods, paying off one debt completely just gives you that much more to pay for the next one. Whether the snowball grows or the avalanche cascades, you're still paying things down way faster than with minimum payments. Remember, even by using the suboptimal debt snowball, Jim paid off his debt in less than half the time of a minimum payment plan, and he cut his interest by 45%. Compared to a minimum payment plan, Debt Snowball Jim is still a rock star and earned that celebratory beer. Debt Snowball is a really good method for eliminating debt, and you should feel really good if you're using it to eliminate your debt. If you're confident in your resolve, you can optimize a bit by switching to Debt Avalanche, but don't switch if you're not ready. Don't sacrifice success in the pursuit of perfection. Let's talk about a bonus round question. What if Jim can only pay the minimums? You might be thinking that all this is fine and dandy because Jim scrounged up that extra $200 a month. But what if you could only pay the minimums? The good news is that both of these methods can still apply. Wait, what? Yep, remember what we said earlier? The most powerful lever in eliminating debt is choosing not to let up. Even with just making minimum payments, eventually Jim will pay off one of his debts. In this scenario, it happens to be his auto loan after 29 months. The worst thing Jim could do at this point is to take that extra money that he gets after he paid off his auto loan and build it back into his normal budget. Instead, Jim should look at that $200 as the start of his snowball or avalanche for the remaining two debts. Even just doing this saves Jim two and a quarter years of being in debt and $540 of interest, and that applies whether he chooses snowball or avalanche. 
Finally, let's talk to the spreadsheet fanatics. Did you know that today, October 17th, is National Spreadsheet Day? Yes, there is such a thing, and some nerds like me even put it on their calendar. It makes for great blog post inspiration. In honor of this wonderful day, I created a spreadsheet to show the actual impact of using Debt Avalanche over Debt Snowball to see how big of a difference the optimal method really makes. You can get your own copy of the spreadsheet by heading to keepthrifty.com slash debt snowball, all one word. Once you get there, scroll to the bottom of the post and fill out the form to submit your email address. By submitting that address, you'll get a copy of the spreadsheet for your own use, and you'll get subscribed to get weekly Keep Thrifty updates. So, have you paid all or some of your debt? What does it feel like to earn debt freedom? What approach did you use to get there? Head on over to keepthrifty.com slash debt snowball, all one word, and provide your comments at the bottom of the post. At the time of recording, Keep Thrifty is almost halfway to our first funding goal. We use a platform called Patreon, where readers and listeners of Keep Thrifty can help support the podcast, help support the site, and keep things running and keep the lights on. If you're interested in helping us reach our first funding goal, head to keepthrifty.com support and you'll learn more there.